Hi guys, welcome back to the Sealed Podcast. I am Shiloh Seal, and today we are doing our Childlike Faith series, and I have a special guest. What is your name? Winter Seal. Winter Seal. And how old are you, Winter? Twelve. Twelve. What kinds of things do you like to do? Ride my horses. (laughs) And um, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your horses, just about how about how you wanted horses and all the things. We just share a little bit about that testimony. <laughs> well, by the longest time I wanted horses and then once we got here we were searching and then we found one and he passed away and then God gave us two free horses and so now I ride them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when Razor passed away it was like, well, we just sunk everything into that horse for you. We can't afford to buy another horse. And you girls just began praying. And it was cool to see how quickly, I think it was only like three or four months later that um, somebody contacted us and they had two horses that they wanted to rehome. And um, and the horses that you ride now are those horses. And they are great kid-friendly horses. They are such good horses for you guys. So it's always a blessing to me to see you out there with the little kids riding and training them and um, just to look at everything that God has done to show, uh, to answer your prayers is exciting as a mother. Um, okay. So what book are we going to be in today? Winter Esther will be in chapter four, verse 16. Okay. And so everybody, we can go ahead and get to Esther four and you said verse 16. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. And why did you pick this scripture for us? Because I think that she's a very courageous queen. Okay. And so do you want to pray us in? Mm, Sure. Dear Lord, I pray that everything that will be spoken will help anybody who is listening and that when we are reading, we will only speak what you want us to speak. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so we're in chapter 4 of Esther, and do you want to just go ahead and jump into the scripture? Do you want to share a little bit about what's happened prior to this, or you can do it either way, however you want to do it? Well, before what we're reading, there was Haman who went to the king and sentenced, and had him sentenced all of the Jews to death. So now on December 11th, they are all going to be sentenced to death. And, and so, so Esther is going to try to make her plea. Okay. All right. So do you want to read for us? Um, sure. It says in 16, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and test and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, day, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And now I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Hmm. So what did you think? What made you pick this scripture specifically to share with us today? Because I think that she's courageous and that I mean, she said, if I perish, I perish, which 
that alone is courageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't even... She was willing to lay down her own life for her people. That's very courageous. And we see that also in Christ that laid down his life for mm-hmm. all of us. And so why do you think it's so important to see courage displayed? When courage is displayed, it inspires us to be courageous and we need more courageous people in our world. Mm. Amen. So in the scripture, we can see that there's a lot of different demonstrations of courageous people. Obviously, we discussed Esther and we discussed Jesus, of course. Um, but there's also other courageous people like David or Peter or Moses or Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. And that, again, Daniel was up against... A similar thing, mm-hmm. right? A decree that if you don't do what I said, you're, you know, you can't pray to your God. You have to worship me. Um, otherwise, you will be killed. And so much even that they put him into a lion's den. And what did he do so faithfully? He just prayed, right? He just prayed and God delivered him mm-hmm. out of even the mouth of lions. I'm actually thinking now that we're talking about Daniel and thinking about, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, too. Abednego. Um, again, willing to do what God said over what man said. What You know? Mm-hmm. But, one of the things these two stories have in common is they're both being controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always... Um, external forces working against the people of God mm-hmm. and trying to diminish what God's people are doing or even challenge God's people's obedience to God. And That's kind of like the whole Jezebel spirit thing. Like, she's a demon that'll literally take charge of you. Yeah, kind of with Ahab, how she... While Ahab was the one who was king, she bossed him around Mm -hmm. and kind of made, and even like in that story too with Elijah, what did she do? She made some shady deal and tried to get, (laughs) right, tried to get him killed. And I think that it speaks to the goodness and the sovereignty of God though, because he... It seems like no matter what plots the enemy schemes, whatever plots, you know, he comes with, God always has a way and makes a way for his people to get delivered from whatever um, is schemed against them. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think of Ephesians 6 where it talks about um, uh, that we not get ensnared no not ensnared let's see let's go to Ephesians 6 together right now again we're gonna look at the armor of God because we just love Ephesians don't we um so forgive me as we're flipping so in Ephesians 6 it says well it says a lot of really great things but it's specifically the one verse that I was thinking of was um, 
Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And um, stand against the wiles of the devil, or down here even later down in verse uh, 16, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And I think of uh, I think of Joseph, Joseph in Genesis 50 and how it was like everything was just against Joseph, everything. And, and despite all of the enemy's attacks against him, he's like, still God will be glorified. Right. And no matter what came, mm-hmm. he still honored God and God was glorified through it all. And then, uh, and then what about in, in Romans 8, Paul says the same thing. He says, um, all things work together for those who love, love God him. and are called according to his purpose. And so, and you look at Paul's life, <laughs> Paul just had um, so many challenges uh, that he overcame through Christ, every single one. And every time something bad was happening, he always seen how God would be able to use it for good. Another crazy person is Job. Yeah. He had his entire life just falling apart. Yeah. And he still decided to keep going. Yeah, he kept going. And even his own wife is like, curse God and die, Job. <laughs> and he's like, no, he just kept loving God and honoring God despite what happened. Yeah, that's another really good one. Well, do you have anything else for our listeners today? When you go on in 17, another thing is obedience. Like, he doesn't just... He doesn't just take what she says and deny it. Like, he says, so... It says, so when... So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Mm. Wow, that is a really good point. Yeah, she gave him directions and he went. And that's like, I mean, sure, she's a queen, but that's his kid. So it was probably a lot harder to get told to do something from your kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, that's a really good. Obedience is so important. Mm-hmm. Why is obedience important? Because without obedience, our world looks the way it does. Ooh, ouch. I'm going to go there, huh? It's kind of dark. <laughs> well, without obedience to God, huh? You get astray. You go astray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sinful to mm-hmm. be disobedient. It's sinful. The Bible talks about it's that. rebellion, and rebellion is witchcraft. Yeah, rebellion is a sin of witchcraft. It does say that. Um, well, well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope that uh, you come back to join us again in the studio. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you all for listening today to Childlike Faith.